In the unlikely event that Gabriel was hired as a Saturday Night Live cast member, and you are listening to this podcast to see if he uses racial slurs, he doesn't. He doesn't even buy the Oriental-flavored Top Ramen because it makes him uncomfortable. He says a bunch of other dumb shit on this podcast that will make you regret hiring him though. If you'd like to see Gabriel say dumb shit in person he will be at the Funny Bone in Des Moines, Iowa September 26-28. For more info and for all of Gabriel's show dates go to GabrielRutledge.com. Get ready to relax, laugh, and learn nothing. Because episode 38 of Happiness Isn't Funny with Gabriel Rutledge starts right now. And now here's your host, Gabriel Rutledge. Alright, we're rolling. Uh, you might be able to hear the faint sounds of uh, cats eating kitty crunchies behind me. Uh, I'm supposed to uh, only give Don the kitty crunchies after he takes his medicine. But uh, I failed at that, so I'm going to have to go back and do that medicine later. Christy usually does it. She's like, I don't know how the fuck she does it. She just grabs his mouth in a weird way, throws some pills down there. Same way she gets me to take my pills. No. No, Gabe. No. Grabs my neck. Gives me a treat afterwards. But uh, Christy's not here. She is, uh, I think... Um, getting fucked up at her friend's house for a birthday party celebration. And, uh, I don't think she's coming back tonight. I think she's coming back tomorrow. But, uh, she doesn't get out a lot, so this might be it. She might be gone. Uh, I don't think I've recorded a podcast on a Tuesday night before, but here I am. Kids are asleep. Uh... Just me and the cats. Don, anything you want to say? All right, I guess I'll take it from here then. Thanks for fucking nothing, Don. Had a big trip. I don't take a lot of big, huge, long driving trips anymore because I'm very successful. Successful. Hmm. I think I just made a porn parody. Maybe that gave me my best-selling book and motivational tour to stadiums around the world. Who's ready to be successful? <sighs> yeah, I'm not sure how either. Walk across these odd coals and think about someone touching your genitals. I'll work on it. Uh... Yeah, I took a big trip to, uh, I had a show, we, I had shows in Helena, Montana, I had a show in, uh, Bozeman, Montana, over to Hope, Idaho, then a show in Tacoma, and then I came home Monday, and I did not feel like podcasting Monday, so here we are. Uh, I mean, it's kind of nice, because I, you know, I used to do trips like that all the time, we're just kind of like, wake up drive seven hours, wake up, drive two hours, wake up, drive six hours, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, but, you know, it used to be for, like, you know, a bunch of sports bars or Red Lion lounges, and so 
Uh, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah, I was doing a lot of driving, but it was like, you know, nice little theater in Helena, a beautiful theater in Bozeman. Uh, hope, hope Idaho was a little weird. Uh, I mean, the people were absolutely lovely, but it was, it was a fundraiser for, uh, American Wildlife Heritage Federation. Something like that. I don't know. It's a very uh, successful uh, organization. But I, it was in uh, the Hope, Hope Idaho Community Center and Daycare. Uh, <laughs> we were not in the daycare part. I think it was all the same. I don't know. Uh, there were some very lovely people, and uh, but it's the kind of gig I was doing it with uh, Chase Myers, very funny guy, and uh, we just showed up and we're like, oh, you know, immediately come up with a new set list because it was just um old people from a small town, a very small town of Hope, Idaho, and. Uh, you're like, not all these uh, references are going to go over. They're not going to get all this stuff. we got to make some adjustments. We already had to be clean. And uh, it was very fun. Um, but uh, it was also, uh, you know, the night before we were in this beautiful theater in Bozeman, which, I mean, there was probably 150, 200 people in it. It wasn't like it was uh, 800 people there or anything. But still, you know, great night in the theater. And then we're like, uh, we're in a, the Hope Idaho daycare community center in front of about 17 senior citizens. And I think they're starting to notice how many cookies I've taken. I, po- I posted a picture of it on, uh, my Twitter at Gabe Rutledge because Chase took a picture of me on stage, well, floor. And, uh, I said, AA meeting or comedy show. I mean, the, you know, <laughs> it's, but people were commenting like, uh, that it looked like a hell gig or whatever. And hey, it wasn't. It was fine. I mean, it shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been fine. There was, you know, there was antlers next to the stage. It shouldn't have been fine, but it was. I, I have I have been on Comedy Central. I've performed all over North America, but this is the best show I've ever done in whole life. <laughs> Raise money for the American Heritage Wildlife Foundation. <laughs> I, uh, I requested that there be antlers next to the stage. Let me check. Okay, I will continue. Apparently, they don't save all the wildlife. <laughs> Actually, we drove here from Montana. I, the wildlife looks like it's doing pretty good. I did see a few people. I was worried about. <laughs> yeah, based on uh, what we saw on the drive, uh, the wildlife. Does great in Montana and Idaho right until the point it gets hit by a car. They just need some uh, traffic safety in the deer and skunk community and raccoon. Uh, drove home from Hope on Sunday, but I didn't come home. I, uh, I got a hotel uh, because I did the dope show. At the Tacoma Comedy Club, which is uh, a show where you perform comedy, do drugs, <laughs> marijuana specifically, and then uh, come back and do some more comedy. 
And I, I don't like doing those shows, but he, you know, the money was okay for one night. And I'm like, I can't unless I get a hotel room. And he's like, I'll give you a hotel room. So I was like out of excuses. So I, uh, I did not come home Sunday. Um, my wife was thrilled for that decision, but that's not the point. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it, uh, I, I listen, it was fun, but I mean, I listened to the, uh, I listened to the tape. I listened to the audio of my high set and I just cringe. I mean, you know, they're all in on it. They want you to stumble around and not know what's going on. And I wasn't stumbling, but just the voice, just the slight slurring and, um, At one point I said, this might be uncomfortable for the person you're sitting right now with. I think I meant this might be uncomfortable for the person you're sitting next to, but words didn't work as well as I wanted them to. But it was fun. I mean, what a weird fucking life to like do a, like a squeaky clean show in Hope, Idaho to raise money for an elk with a bad ankle. Uh, and then the next night, uh, do drugs and get paid for it. Very bizarre. I smoked, uh, I smoked pot with audience members on the sidewalk after the show. I mean, not that, I, cause I still had half a joint left. Uh, not that visible. I don't even know if it's legal. I don't, I'm old. You know, I'm old. I do. That's an age thing. Like I see, I see people like under thirty just walking down the street, smoking weed. Like over thirty, which I'm well over thirty, it's it's hard to get. It, the whole thing feels like a setup. We're like they're gonna change the law and arrest me right now. I don't trust this shit. Uh, but yeah, it was I, you know, I kind of needed a lighter. I mean, they gave me matches, but. It, I smoked my joint with with another comic, and then he gave me matches, and I was going to smoke the other half a joint before I took my Uber back to the hotel room, and I'm like, these matches, I don't know, I don't think Boy Scouts get high, I don't think I'm going to be able to work these matches, and uh, so uh, I found some nice audience members, and uh, they were very complimentary about how funny I was, and they were like, <laughs> they're like, how long you, uh, how long you been doing comedy, and I was like. 18 years. And they were they were like, "Fuck, really?" <laughs> They're like, "We're like you know, I'm 22, so like I was 4 when you started. You want another hit?" I'm like, "Jesus, old man stoner." Yeah, I blaze up doobies, kids. It's not my first time doing grass. 
I bought a lid before. You guys ever made an apple pipe? You ever poked holes in a pop can? No? You just walk into the store and buy pre-rolled joints and 10 milligram edibles? Oh, weird. You don't need to smoke pot crouched behind a car in a fucking alley? No? Hmm, I guess we grew up differently. Anyway, when you were in preschool, uh, I wrote a couple jokes and started my comedy career. Uh, now, uh, almost 19 years later, here we are on the sidewalk, smoking a joint. Life's weird, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, it happened. I thought I had a weird Uber driver on the way back to my hotel, and then I thought, well, maybe I'm just a little high. So he's not that weird. And then in the, you know, the clarity of morning, I'm like, no, he was weird. Uh, cause he was telling me about the rating system, uh, for passengers, which mine is a five, apparently. Um, uh, which I guess is good to know. I don't know what you have to do to not get a good rating. Uh, shit on the seat. Not apologize. But he, he said, I usually give everyone a five, but my last passengers, uh, they were a little rude. And, you know, I don't mind a little uh, profanity, but when you use the F word or the S word, every other word, it's a little much. And Wait, you gave your passengers a bad rating because they cursed too much? What a fucking dork. Oh, my God. And then he he said he he was he said they said that their car broke down, but he picked them up in a weird location, and he didn't really think their car. Basically, he was trying to insinuate they were like uh, prostitutes, uh, which seems weird because you don't have to say a reason you get picked up, right? You can just say pick me up. You don't have to say all the events that led up to it. But I don't know. It just seemed weird. It seemed very weird to me. Uh. Yeah, I would assume if you're an Uber driver, you've uh, picked up, especially in that part of Tacoma, near the Tacoma Dome. Yeah, I would think you've picked up a, a, a few sex workers in your day. You picked up a few people who use the F word and the S word pretty liberally. Uh, I just like, what, what a weirdo. It's like the, the pastor in, the, in that movie Footloose is driving Uber. Uh, just in case you were uh, <clears throat> in preschool playing with blocks uh, when I started my comedy career, Footloose uh, is a movie uh, starring Kevin Bacon about a town that doesn't believe in dancing. And the reverend, the pastor guy, played by John Lithgow, was very against dancing. Uh, also, one time I worked with Kevin Pollock who was in a movie called A Few Good Men that Kevin Bacon was in, which means I'm two degrees away from Kevin Bacon. Don't even need the full six. That's how connected I am. And that means if you're listening, and not right now I'm only talking to the people that are listening. If you're not listening right now, this isn't for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh... If you're listening, that means you're three degrees from Kevin Bacon. You know me. I worked with Kevin Pollock. He knows Kevin Bacon. I mean, you don't have to know the people, right? You just 
It's not like if I called Kevin Pollack and like, hey, remember when we worked together in Jacksonville, Florida? Oh, you remember Buddy the Cat? All right, I got to let Buddy out. Hold on. I don't think it's fair that uh, Buddy hasn't even been alive for a year. And just because he was lucky enough to be adopted by me, he's only three degrees from Kevin Bacon. Wow. Talk about white cat privilege. Hello. This is a commercial word for Anchor Podcast, the easiest way to host your podcast. Um, if you don't have a podcast, congratulations. You probably... Have an enjoyable life full of friends, family, and fun. Uh, but if you do have a podcast, um, I'm sorry. And you should use Anchor Podcasts. Uh, it's easy. It's free. Uh, they distribute everything for you. They give you sponsorship, which apparently is just talking about Anchor. I guess that's their sponsorship. But I don't want to brag, but I make, you know, maybe six bucks a month doing this. So worth it of course it is uh go to anchor.fm or the anchor app we now return to another riveting episode of the rutledges uh you could say i smoked pot <clears throat> for medicinal purposes that night i almost didn't even tell you guys this but since it came up before <laughs> on a previous episode uh i can't for the second time this year, uh, I had a bed bug problem again on the road. Not at home, thank God. But, uh, fuck, I'll just say, days in, in uh, Bozeman, Montana. Not a gross hotel, it's a nice hotel. Uh, you know, the guy I was with, Chase, he didn't get any bed bugs. We weren't in the same room. Uh, but, yeah, man, I just, I don't get it. I don't know. Maybe other comedians just don't talk about it, or maybe I'm incredibly unlucky. But, like, is that just the price of being a comedian now? I have to get attacked by bed bugs twice a year? I have, I mean, they're healing up, but I've got, you know, 30, 40 bites on me, maybe more. Probably more than that. I had to go buy a long sleeve shirt. For my last few shows of the run, because I looked like a whatever drug you do that makes your arms all fucked up. And yeah, it's just, it's sadly routine. It's sadly like, oh, I know what to do to clean all my clothes and stuff so I don't bring it home. And my wife actually, she bought me this, uh, this spray that, of course, I haven't been using. Because I don't, I don't know, I'll have to look at it, but you're supposed to spray the bed and you. I'm like, well, so every time I get into a bed, I have to spray myself down? It doesn't seem realistic that I would do that. Maybe I should just pick the sketchy hotels and spray myself down? I don't know. I look. I didn't look there. I should have looked. I should always look. Okay, I'm promising. Publicly. I'm, I'm going to check. You can't, there's not always something to see, 
But uh, I would assume that if I have, uh, you know, <laughs> this many bug bites, uh, if I pulled the mattress back, I would be able to see him. Uh, I did tell the hotel, and then they called me back. The higher-ups called me back, and they were like, so sorry and apologetic, and we took care of it, and we went in, and we sprayed, and, uh, and of course, uh, we refunded uh, the Ellen Theater's credit card. Because that's who paid for the room, the Ellen Theater. So the Ellen Theater got their money back. And I'm like, well, that's great for them. I got fucking nothing. But, uh, you know, red spots and nightmares over here. I'm, I'm 20 bucks deep into hydrocortisone. But I'm glad the Ellen Theater got their money back. They were not. I mean, the day's end people are as nice as you can be. Look, it's a problem. It's a problem in the world. It's just, uh, I don't really want that to be, you know, the price of travel. It just, you know. I read up, and I guess, you know, some people get bit, <clears throat> and they don't even know. It doesn't do anything to them. And some people get bit, and it has a reaction, and that's what the big red spots are from. And uh, apparently, I'm just fucking delicious, because I'm just a traveling buffet. Uh, for these fucking devil bugs. So, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm past screaming and yelling about it and thinking it's disgusting. I'm just mad and annoyed that, like, again, it happened to, like, what, February or so? And then here I am at another one. And, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm sick of it. I guess I could sleep in, like, this mosquito net bag. I think my sister-in-law actually got me that. After one a bed bug experience, but I again I can't. Do I want to just leave my face out <laughs> so I get forty bites on my fucking face? I got one on my eyelid. My eyelid is swollen right now. Not that bad, but a little bit because one of fucking asshole bugs bit my eyelid. How do I not wake? How do you not wake up? How do you not wake up when something's sucking the blood out of you? I mean, my wife wakes up when I uh, uh, grab a boob in the middle of the night. I'm I'm sleeping through uh, uh, bloodletting. I don't understand. Although maybe it's better if I just woke up and saw them <laughs> all over my body. Maybe I don't want that trauma either. But holy shit, I'm just tired. I'm tired of uh, it being a thing, and they they do itch and. Uh, you know, I know the whole routine. You wake up, you're like, oh, I got a little spot. I wonder what that, did I get a mosquito bite? And then like, oh, fuck, I see what it is. You, they're not really that visible. Then by the end of the day, they're red and everywhere. And then the next day, they're bigger and redder. And then you start the process of slowly healing. And, you know, three or four days, they'll be almost gone. And then I'll go on the road and be in a day's end somewhere else. And Spraying things and sleeping inside of a fucking net. Apparently that's the price. That's the price to bring joy to the world. I raise money to help injured animals. Okay? There's a turtle with a dislocated tail in Idaho that now has a chance at life because of my contribution to that fundraiser okay 
There's an elderly snake that they were able to buy a lumbar support pillow for that's going to have a much better twilight years of that snake's life thanks to my telling jokes to those old people to raise money for wildlife. All right? This is what I get. This is what I get for saving the wildlife. I get eaten by the fucking wildlife. What do exterminators use to get rid of bed bugs? Maybe I'll just start traveling with that. Maybe I'll be an exterminator who just tells jokes on the side. It makes it hard to relax enough to go to sleep after the bed bug bites, too. Because, like, the next night was actually kind of the grossest-looking hotel we'd been to. Like, and I did check. But, uh, you know, that would have been the one where I would have been like, oh, I hope there's no bed bugs here. But since it already happened, I'm just laying in bed almost asleep. Then <laughs> you just sort of bolt up like, did I feel something? Why am I itchy everywhere? Oh, yeah. It's just not very relaxing. Um, until you smoke a joint, that seems to help. I bought some marijuana today. Uh, my wife wanted some for the party she was going to. And uh, so I bought, I bought some edibles. Um, because, uh, I don't know. Maybe I drank too much. It's not your business. Um, no, I just, I don't, I don't know. I just thought, I really just like relaxing after my shows are done. Maybe I don't need to. Let's see. Let's see if I enjoy it, right? Uh, so I bought some edibles to take on the road with me. And uh, was chatting with the bud tender. Which is also, that's a very, that's, you know, that's what the people who work there are called. Bud tenders. And, uh, you know, she had recommendations for every single thing. And I'm like, have you smoked all the drugs in this building? Uh, and I know, I know it's a newer thing and maybe people need educated. I certainly do. Uh, but it's not like you go to the liquor store and the guy behind the counter goes, Hey, if you're looking for whiskey, Jameson, man, that's my favorite. They just let you wander around and you pick out what you pick out. But there, it's a very, it's, it's hands on, uh, at a pot store. Like, oh yeah, I've tried that one. It's great. This is my favorite. This one's more mellow. This one made me more energetic. I'm like, I, do they drug test at this place of business? Cause you seem like you have a goddamn problem. Uh, but we we were talking about some of the laws and stuff, and she was talking about how they have to advertise the CBD oil. And she's like, it, they can't say it eases anxiety. They have to say, in some cases, it is shown to help with anxiety. They have to word the language very specifically. Um, and her take was that it was bullshit because it, you know, it's like a newer drug and. They're not admitting everything it's doing, but I, you know, maybe that's because I'm 45, but I'm like, look, they should have to word it that way because uh, according to what people tell me, uh, CBD uh, is good for everything uh, from a harder penis to feeling better uh, about your anxiety to going to sleep at night for your muscles. Uh, 
you know, cures the common cold, gets rid of your allergies, makes your vagina smaller and your penis bigger. And look, I'm sure there's some stuff, especially people who use the topical ointment on muscles and stuff. I've heard that's great. But come on, man. It's legal now. It's legal. We don't have to pretend we want it to be legal for medicinal reasons anymore. You won. You won. Just say you want to get fucked up. It's great that CBD, you don't, that doesn't even necessarily have to get you high. But by the way, they say the CBD that does get you high does work better. It's just weird. It's You won. You got what you wanted. You got what I wanted. It's legal. You can smoke it with someone you met at a comedy show who was in preschool when you started comedy. It You won. You don't have to be like they can make rope out of hemp and it gets rid of tumors. Does it? I wish it did. But I haven't seen a lot of evidence of that. You know what I mean? I mean, it's it's just, it's a weird, I'm, I know there are medicinal purposes for, for marijuana. I know that. But let's calm it down a little bit. They're acting like it's penicillin that also uh, makes you feel high. <laughs> It's not a medicine store. It's a drug store. Although medicine stores are called drug stores, so that's not a very good example. But you get what I'm saying. But I do need a bud tender because I don't know that much. You know, I've only smoked what people gave me my entire life. Uh, I asked her with edibles. I said, I mean, I have had edibles before, but I said... Uh, What's like a normal-ish amount of time before you feel an edible? And she said, well, if you haven't felt anything in 90 minutes, it's probably okay to take another one. And that's not even what I was asking. <laughs> I was just saying, like, for timing it out, you know, how long after I take it will I start to feel high? I, I'm pretty, I'm a lightweight, I'm assuming. I think 10 milligrams is gonna be plenty. But I just thought that was hilarious. She just thought I was automatically like, what if it doesn't get me fucked up enough? When can I take more? But she's the bud tender. You know? She's gone to the school. Of bud. She has her associates in Cush. It does sound like one of those jobs they, Advertise when you watch daytime talk shows where they assume you're unemployed or injured. When they're <laughs> Go to Everest College. That's the one that would like challenge you. Get off the couch. What are you doing? Call the number, dum-dum. It's super easy. Become a bud tender or a locksmith. Learn to sharpen saws. Become a professional stand-up comedian. Become an exterminator. You're not doing anything, you lazy piece of shit. Sitting here watching Judge Judy while all your friends are at work. Get your shit together. Call the number now. 
I received a very exciting business opportunity today in my email. Uh, I belong to a couple of uh, websites that are for uh, corporate booking. I mean, anyone can sign up. And I think it's corporate, like private bookings for musicians and magicians and exterminators and for whoever. But comedians also. Uh, I think one of them is called Gig Masters and one of them is called uh, Gig Salad. And uh, so I get these emails all the time. They're like someone in, is looking for, uh, you know, a comedian for their event. And I hardly ever get them. I think I've gotten one in uh, like the last three or four years, maybe just one. And, you know, because they just they just send it out to everyone. And so they're I even lowball it. I'll be like, yeah, I'll do it for whatever. 500 bucks and then someone else has been doing comedy for six months goes i'll do it for 37.50 and then someone else says i'll do it for a bag of peanuts and uh they give it to peanuts person uh so it doesn't really work out very often for me but i get uh i do get these emails i'll read a couple of examples of what they normally sound like this is from the gig salad uh birthday party in uh richmond british columbia uh, it says the date, says the location, 40 guests looking for a comedian for a 60th birthday party, PG-13 rated. Uh, here's another one, uh, c- corporate event in uh, Tacoma, Washington, requested comedian, a uh, group of seniors having a pre-cruise party looking for a comedian. Uh, today I got one and I saw some other comics post about it too. And, uh, I'll just read it. Uh, Thursday, October 3rd, 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. That's the first red flag. Eight hours? That seems like a long time to do stand-up comedy. Uh, location, Redmond, Washington. Requested comedian. Number of guests, 50. Details. (laughs) We are looking for you to dress up as a monkey for the day at a conference we are sponsoring. This is very informal. We just want you to act normal while dressed in a monkey suit, simply walking around, drinking coffee, eating lunch, reading the newspaper. We will provide costume. All we need is you. This part cracked me up. Comedy style, R-rated. Good. So while you're drinking coffee, you can be like, how the fuck's it going? Did you see this? You see this bullshit? Well, you point to the newspaper. By the way, if I saw someone with a newspaper, uh, I would think they weren't fully evolved. When's the last time outside of an airport you've seen someone reading a newspaper, like in public, just like thumbing through a newspaper? It probably was a monkey. Uh, so there you go. I did not send in a quote uh, because I am already booked. Uh, and I don't know, what quote do you send to wear a monkey suit for eight hours and just act normal? Drinking coffee, reading the newspaper in a rated R style. Is rated R mean you can shit in your hand and throw it at the other guests? Is that rated R? You said act normal. I was. 
I was feeling very territorial. I mean, would it? And also, let let's not pretend I wouldn't do it for a certain price. Look, I'm not. That sounds pretty stupid. No one can even see you. You're wearing a monkey costume. I don't know how you're supposed to th- throw coffee down your monkey hole, but I don't. I mean, if I needed the money and I was open that day, I'd probably be like, yeah, sure. Thousand bucks? Sure. I'll walk around in a monkey suit for eight hours. <laughs> it also sounds like a setup, though. Like you're, uh, you know what I mean? They're going to, yeah, just act natural. Then you're the back of a fucking van. Blowing somebody in a zebra costume. Yeah, nice try, Gig Salad. It's not my first rodeo. Knowing my luck, the monkey suit would have bed bugs. Hey, just wanted to follow up with you guys. Uh, really had fun at the party. That was my first furry orgy, and I'm so, I'll tell you what. Uh, had some highlights and some lowlights, but that's a new experience. I can cross that one off the bucket list. Uh, a lot of fun kind of misled me with the read the newspaper and act natural thing but uh anyway uh pretty sure your uh monkey costume give me bed bug bites though so i thought i wanted to pass that along and since it was an orgy uh i may have given those bed bugs to other people okay this is an uncomfortable call by the way rated r you think an orgy it's rated r that's what you think rated Anyway, the point is, uh, I don't have their phone numbers, uh, but, you know, I should, there's a gopher who should probably know about the bed bugs. Uh, there was a donkey, I think for just a, just a minute, uh, there was an owl, a couple of huskies, hard to say which one, a lot of kitty cats, just a blur of cat ears, honestly. Uh, there was another monkey. That was kind of weird. We just locked eyes for a minute, and then we both started laughing. <laughs> oh, what are you going to do? And then at the same time, we both go, the pony! And then, you know, we laughed, we fucked, we cried. It was a fun night. Uh, thank you for the $75. Uh, just wanted to pass it on. That, uh, bed bugs in the suit. Please leave me a five star review because, um, that matters on the Gig Salad website. Thank you so much. Uh, you could leave me a review. Leave me a five star review on, uh, Apple Podcast, if you're one of the people who listen on that. Leave me a five-star review and say, uh, there's bed bugs in the monkey suit. And we'll know what you're talking about. We'll get it. Cool people get it. That guy knows. You get it. Um, thanks so much for listening. I think we're going to go out today with a, uh, Rick Okasek song. Uh, Rick Okasek, singer for the Cars, died this week. So did Eddie Money, but we're not going to go out with an Eddie Money song. Nothing against Eddie Money. You know who really is going to hurt besides Eddie Money's friends and loved ones is casinos. I mean, Eddie Money 
according to my very amateur research, was working every single casino in North America. He was very active in the casino circuit. Um, so, you know, a lot of buffets at half mass today. Uh, but uh, I, I, I like the cars. My band used to cover a car song. Uh, just what I needed. Very popular car song. But I, someone reminded me of this song on Twitter. I don't even know how I know this song. It's a Rick Ocasek solo song. Maybe it's Rick Ocasek. I never knew if it was Ocasek or Kasek. But let's just call the whole thing off. Anyway, the song's called uh, Emotion in Motion. It's sort of a ballad. Maybe Christy knows it. I don't know. But someone uh, tweeted a link to it, and I'm like, I like that song. So we're going to go out with uh, we're gonna go out with a little Rick Ocasek. Uh, thank you for listening. This podcast is free, and it's worth it. <laughs>